And I think that there's something so special about purposely connecting to your heart and like being aware of what like frequencies it's emitting and then seeing it come together in a room where people are sharing breath and movement and everyone's so connected. There's this crazy energy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Highly Meditated. I'm your host, Danny, and today I have my friend, Sydney Clements. <laughs> Sydney is a registered yoga teacher and a recent college graduate and all around pretty awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what else do you want to say about yourself? <laughs> um, I don't have a whole lot to say other than I'm excited. This is my first time ever being on a podcast, so I'm a little nervous, a little excited. I'm ready to talk about some yoga and meditation. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Do you want to just jump right in and talk about how you, what, what brought you to yoga? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So I played college volleyball for a year um, in Iowa. Volleyball my whole life was kind of how I defined myself. I think I loved the game, loved the sport. Um, and then I transferred to a school in Wisconsin and I had torn my ACL for the third time during preseason. So I was like... <clears throat> not super ready to keep playing I didn't really want to have another surgery and I could just tell my body was like kind of over it I just wasn't super into it anymore so I quit volleyball and then I went to a class like I said earlier just one class at a studio in Eau Claire and just fell in love with it did like a two-week trial with of like unlimited classes and I went to so many and I could just tell instantly that my body was feeling better like it wasn't I was so used to like lifting weights and running up and down a court that yoga was kind of like a breath of fresh air yeah for my body yeah that's so cool I kind of found it in the same way like also did well I guess I did a class in college like yoga 101 yeah and got like gym credit for it so I learned all the basic poses in that which was great but then when I found studio one in Stillwater they give you it's like a one month unlimited for 40 dollars which is so nice like that's such a good deal I know. So I yeah. went to like 10 classes in two weeks and I just fell in love with it. But that's awesome. Yeah. So, but you must do other exercises because you're jacked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't, you don't know if I use jack, but <laughs> I, I try to stay like in shape. Well, in Eau Claire, I also did a lot of boxing. Gotcha. There was a cool boxing gym called Savage that I would go to. It was like a nightclub boxing gym. But since graduating and moving home, I've been just doing yoga and, um, pirating insanity dvds <laughs> from youtube oh that's so great that's mostly what i do hey, you know <laughs> whatever what works a, yeah <laughs> but um yeah i don't know i try to try to stay active as i can because i can tell my body when my body feels good i just overall feel better yeah so, yeah. yeah cool yeah how long total have you been practicing just a couple years <sighs> i'd say three years oh wow two and a half three years Dang. I've been certified as a yoga teacher for less than six months, though. Yeah. So that's been a more recent endeavor yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Can you talk about how it's changed you? Or like, because yes. for myself, I, I truly feel like there's a before yoga and a now yes. version of me. Yes. I would say the biggest thing is that I've been able to like, just be aware of what's going on in my body and also my mind. So like, before before practicing yoga I'd feel like it was necessary to work out 
every day of the week I would like feel like I needed to be in the gym lifting weights for two hours or something like that but now it's more of a what am I feeling today what do I think would be best for my body and as far as that goes I think it's just a matter of like loving my body for however it shows up and like if I show up on the mat one day and I'm feeling like shit and I'm just tired and I don't want to do anything yoga is like conducive to that like I can Mm -hmm. still do my practice and feel good at the end of it whereas lifting weights or doing some sort of workout like that wouldn't be the same yeah so I think that's the biggest change for me is just being aware of my body yeah and like accepting it as it is for sure so that's been the biggest thing for me for sure that's cool yeah what about for you I don't know I mean it's kind of been an ongoing process for me because I have bounced back and forth between like really really consistent strength training workouts all the time yeah to absolutely nothing yeah and now with yoga in the picture it's sort of like I just do what I want yes you know and yeah yeah (laughs) not that what I want is necessarily healthy 100% of the time yeah but like I don't know it's kind of like given me a way to say I don't want to go to a hot vinyasa flow today I want to go to yin yoga or something like that exactly yeah or I just want to stay home and yeah. sit in child's pose on my mat for yeah. 20 minutes or go for a walk like, yes. yeah yeah so, and that's okay yeah I think is the biggest thing is letting myself just be mm-hmm. how I am yeah it totally so. totally makes you more comfortable in your body yeah yeah so for sure cool do you have a favorite style oh my f- near and dear <laughs> to my heart is definitely like power vinyasa so like yeah, those like level two power <laughs> classes where it's like heated to 90 degrees and you just kind of like kick your own ass for however many minutes and then at the end of it you're just like sweaty and I feel like it's so therapeutic when I just sweat and at the yeah. end of the practice my mat is covered in sweat that's my favorite and those are also my favorite classes to teach because I feel like I can get super like hyped up because teaching yeah. bar is very similar to that because yeah. it's like ballet kind of Pilates and you have to be kind of intense. Um, but vinyasa brings both of those elements so it can be intense. And then at the end of class, like when you're in Shavasana and just lying there, it's Dude, both of the I elements. Know. The best. Bliss. Those are the best, <laughs> those are the best Shavasanas for me is when yeah. after you're like dying. I know. And then you lay down and it's like, <sighs> Maria is um, – like my favorite instructor for those classes too at yeah. latitude so maria's awesome. from eau claire <laughs> for the yeah, listeners so i guess we could like tell people how we know each other <laughs> yeah i guess that would be good <laughs> so um if you've been listening to my podcast you know that jc is one of my best friends and she was on my first episode yes and sydney is actually jc's cousin yes so so we met last summer in JC's wedding. Yeah. We were in JC's wedding together. Yeah. Or like at her bridal shower first yes, or something. Yes. But <laughs> but I've always known of you. Yeah, I guess. right, right. <laughs> yes. We have like known each other through JC forever. Yeah. But I speaking of JC's wedding, because that was like almost exactly a year ago. And yeah. on my Snapchat memories, I pulled up a, it was a video of us dancing on her, <laughs> her bus and I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to see Danny. Like <laughs> you're just a good oh shit. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. Yeah, that was fun. So that's how we know each other. And then JC's husband, JC's husband's sister is my favorite yoga instructor. Yeah. She kind of got me hooked on yoga. Small world. Small world. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, what made you decide to be a teacher? 
I think I just, well, so before I got my yoga certification, I got my bar certification. And for if anyone's listening that doesn't know what bar is, I would kind of compare it to like a mixture between Pilates, ballet, and like maybe Zumba. It's pretty fun. It's like a high intensity workout um, done at like a yoga or bar studio. So I did my bar um, and I really just love teaching, like leading a class, just the energy in a room. And I also just felt like it would make me better at my practice or like more aware Mm, yeah Um, so I love teaching bar that was great it was great practice and then I got my yoga certification mostly to uh, this sounds a little selfish but mostly to benefit my own practice because I knew that it would like help make it deeper and just more purposeful yeah and then since I've done that I've just found a whole new like path of (laughs) enlightenment almost that sounds like super cheesy but no um yeah I don't know it's just really made me more aware of what's going on and also teaching is getting paid to teach is something that I can't believe I get to do because I love it so much it's something that I would do for free yeah like the energy that gets created in a yoga classroom when you're at the front of the class at the end of class and people let out their last breath it's like this huge wave of energy coming towards you and it's just the coolest fucking thing yeah like I couldn't ask for a cooler job yeah to have so that's amazing yeah I love it that's so funny that you say you selfishly decided to get certified yeah because uh, that's basically what I did with Reiki too yeah but at the end of the day it's not really like you learn all of these tools, right? And whether right. you decide to teach them to other people or use them on other people is up to you. But right, I don't know. Like Reiki for me was a spiritual guidance tool. And yeah. I still haven't I'm, – I'm not doing one-on-one sessions with people or anything. But yeah. it has definitely bumped up my intuitive abilities and my own healing process. Mm-hmm. And it's like made me way more conscious already. And yeah. I've only gotten yes. it. I've only had it for like a month and a half, I think. So. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I totally understand where you're right. coming from with that. Right. I think – I think in this like day and age it's easy to think like that like you're being selfish but when you think about it it's it's so good for you and I think we just need to like accept that and be okay with doing that for ourselves too because I'm totally in the same way I'm like selfish I shouldn't be doing this for myself and even just saying that out loud I realized that it was the best thing for me the best thing I've done for myself ever probably yeah because I feel like a completely different person oh my since God. getting my yoga teacher training. Shout out Yandara <laughs> Yoga School. <laughs> little plug there. Yeah, a little plug. Not but... an ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't a paid ad. Um, but no, yeah, it's been it's been amazing. And I, having volleyball, I think my whole life I was, I used that to define myself in a way. Like I needed something to kind of latch on to and use as like, I'm the volleyball girl or I play volleyball. And Mm -hmm. yoga has kind of allowed me to, at first I latched onto yoga and used that. But since then it's become so much more than just like a hobby or a way to work out. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Do you want to talk about your teacher training? Yes, I would love to. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't tell, I love my yoga school. Um, So I went to, it was called Yandara, um, it was in Baja, Mexico. It was two and a half weeks of just like (laughs) no cell phone service. You slept in a tent, so it was beautiful. The scenery was on the beach and then behind the tents and the school was mountains. So it was 
the most incredible place to be in the desert. And every morning we would wake up at six, do a two hour yoga class um, that was led by one of the instructors there. And then we would do breakfast and breakfast was always silent breakfast. So you didn't talk to anyone. And oh. yeah, which was weird the first couple of days because it's kind of like, eh, you know, just like sit in the corner eating my oatmeal, like yeah. <laughs> not really talking to anyone. But after a while, it became such a like quiet peaceful time for yourself especially after a two-hour yoga class because you usually be like tired out whatever sit down eat your meal and then it started turning into like just very meaningful like interactions with people so instead of like sitting on your phone at breakfast or like mindlessly talking to someone you would make really important eye contact or it'd be like hugs or like squeezes of the hand or just really meaningful interactions that don't happen that often like in this setting or like when you're at college like nothing like that happens no never yeah so that was cool um and then after breakfast there would be like a two or three hour workshop we'd go through like poses stuff like that then lunch and all the food where there was incredible it was mm. all vegetarian no dairy no sugar um all healthy food like there was there was cooks there on site so it was amazing I've never felt healthier my digestive system was like a freaking amazing work of art (laughs) two and a half weeks I was like (laughs) loving it um I've never felt healthier than than when I was in Mexico which goes to show like what you put in your body is medicine it can either be medicine or poison for sure which is something I really took away from that so something cool we did was satya so it was like truth circles on the beach so we would go Mm. out to the beach at sunset and my cohort of people that were in that was in my group was like 24 people. Um, And since being there, I was there for two weeks. And some of those people that I had never met before, I feel like I was closer with than people I've known my whole life because you're just so open. You're in like a little love bubble. Everyone's so honest and like open to everything. So anyways, we'd sit on the beach in a circle. And first we went around and one of the instructors, his name was Christopher, would lead this true circle. So we would go around and say, like, what do you need from this circle? Like, is there something you would ask of people around you? And people would say, like, I would ask that some anything that's said here not be shared with anyone else. Or people would say, I would ask that, um, you know, people don't try to give me advice. They just listen, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So then afterwards, we would go around and you would ask the person next to you, how are you feeling today? And people would just open up mm-hmm. like it was it was insane. I, I cried every day. I was there um so that was the first truth circle we did was we just went around and said how are you doing today and people would talk for like 10 to 15 minutes that's each time because it was such a safe place to do that Mm -hmm. the second one we did was you would turn to the person next to you um keep eye contact so you were supposed to look into their left eye not break eye contact, which is hard. You're doing this to me right now. <laughs> which is hard. It's freaking me out. <laughs> I'm like, look into my soul. <laughs> but um, you would ask, how do I make you feel? Oh. So you would answer that about the other person. Whoa, that that can be like deep. It was what if, super deep. Like, honestly, that kind of connection, even if you're not talking about anything specific, can be like triggering. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was. Whoa. Yeah. I sat next to this guy named Michael. Shout out, Michael. He's probably not listening. Um, <laughs> he, who, who I hadn't spent a lot of time talking to at training so far. This was like a week and a half in. I didn't know him at all. Yeah. And by the end of it, I felt like he was my dad. 
Yeah. For sure. Like, I felt like I'd known him my whole life. So that was cool. And the second thing we did was, who are you? Mm. And you were supposed to answer in one to two words. And you kept asking it over and over again. So I'd say, like, who are you? And you would answer one to two words. So it started out as, like, maybe shallow things. Like, I am... Volleyball player. A volleyball player. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. I am. But then it started turning into, like, I am strong. Mm -hmm. I am selfish sometimes I am like emotional mm-hmm. <laughs> like so it kind of and we did this for 10 minutes so it was like kind of a roller coaster I was bawling the whole time yeah mostly oh my god <laughs> but it was so just like cathartic and therapeutic and yeah it was a really cool experience that's so cool mm-hmm. the, the other thing about those sorts of events is I feel like whenever people end up at that sort of workshop or training or yeah. event in the same place at the same time from wherever they came from. Mm-hmm. It is so meant to be. Oh, my God. There yes. were so many synchronicities when I went to that workshop <sighs> in North Carolina. Crazy. There's actually – so on the second day, I sat next to this girl who I hadn't yeah. really talked to. Yeah. And I started taking notes during one of the, like, lectures or yeah. trainings. And she looked over at me and she was like, oh, my God. <gasps> Because I was writing in this notebook that this is like right here. It's blue. Yeah. Just says notebook on it. Super plain. Yeah. And she's like, I have no idea why, but I have this notebook from like two or three years ago and I decided to bring it today and it's full. Like there's no room for me to write anything else in it. And she pulls it out of her bag and it's the exact same fucking one. Oh my God. I just bought this Oh my God. (laughs) That's crazy. And then you guys just like hit it off after that. Oh my God. And, but then also this girl. She had another weird thing happen. She was like, she got partnered up because we did did a lot of stuff in groups and she got yeah. partnered up with certain people and she had this like really strong emotional connection yeah. to one of the other women in the group and the, um like after the exercise, yeah. she pulled a shirt out of her bag and it was the exact same shirt of what her partner was wearing. What? Yeah. It said, I don't even know. It was like. Weird. Oh my gosh. How does that happen? Stuff like that is. Mm. I know but yeah did you have anything like that happen yes I did there was a girl I don't I don't know if Ariel is going to be listening to this but Ariel was my soul sister at yoga teacher training she was from Canada and we found out I don't know how we first we had just like so many weird things in common like at the time I was dating a guy named Michael her boyfriend's name was Michael she was going to school for speech and language pathology which is what I'm going to school for um what else? Oh, she did therapy with kids with autism. I, d- I do therapy with kids with autism. Um, just so many similarities. And it, it's like that kind of thing where you first meet someone, but you feel – this is such a cliche, but you feel like you've known them your whole life. Yeah. And it's just so easy to talk to them. Mm-hmm. She was one of those people. But also I feel like in that environment, it's so – it's much easier to see those connections and like be aware of them when they're happening because in that like daily life there's so much clutter around you that it's not always like a clear cut Mm -hmm. you know way to see those connections but in that environment we just really hit it off and we still keep in contact so that's so cool yeah it's cool you guys probably knew each other in a past life I hope so I don't know (laughs) I think we did I I don't know but you know when you meet somebody and there's like that physical almost pull of your energy of like yes. familiarity yes that is totally a past life connection really yeah I believe or I, it can also just be like a soul contract like, yeah do you know what that is no can you tell me yeah. more about this so, because uh, I need to know more 
So a soul contract is like an agreement that your soul okay. made with another soul to meet each other in this lifetime and help each <sighs> other. I love that. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I know, but then That's you think so about cool. it and you like, I mean, I can name all the people that I think I have one with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so like, it's so obvious. Like, yeah. How could that not be true? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I think also thinking about like past life experiences and what that brings into this life. You, there's so many little things that happen or experiences you have that make me believe in past life mm-hmm. situations like like deja vu when that happens to you oh. what is that situation because I feel like you would know yeah I don't <laughs> know I mean I haven't really looked into it but I think it can be a no- number of things like it can be that you're exactly where you were supposed to be at that mm-hmm. moment like like it was written that you would be doing that thing at that exact moment wow or it can just be like you were literally doing that yeah sort of thing in a past life does that make sense yeah that makes sense <clears throat> I like the thought that you're exactly where you're supposed to be in that moment yeah I like that thought it's hard to remind ourselves of that yeah it is <laughs> it is I kind of had a freak out awareness moment the other day of there's so many little things that happen each day that lead you to where you are like if you hadn't gone to the grocery store at this time or you hadn't mm-hmm. woken up late or something or you like didn't blow that yellow light you know like Mm -hmm. what what decisions have I made not consciously that have impacted my life tremendously yeah you know just like little things like that and I became acutely aware of it the other day and I had a freak out moment but then I was fine I talked myself down but just those little decisions that you make every day yeah those those realizations are so cool to have as you like gain consciousness yes yes I've been very conscious lately of my emotions which has been good and bad for me yeah it can suck it's been a lot but it's also I'm I know that I'm like growing through it and I know that you know once if I keep becoming aware and just like letting myself sit with my emotions and know that it's okay Mm mm-hmm that it's going to end up being better for me in the long run. I think that was one of the biggest things that yoga teacher training was. So leading up, that was in December. So I had the first semester of my senior year of college, like September through December was just kind of craziness. Like I was applying for grad school, like finals, stressing out over where I was going to live these next couple years. Like I had no idea Um, and all of that was just kind of like adding up, adding up. And I just got to yoga teacher training and it was like someone unkinked a hose. And I Mm. just like all of my emotions came out of me. And I think I experienced that with yoga. Like every time I practice is a little bit of an emotional release too, but it just really let loose there. Yeah. And since then I've been working to be more aware of my emotions because I don't want that to happen again where it just kind of like keeps piling up yeah that's amazing yeah lately I've been and I feel like this is a byproduct of um me getting my Reiki attunements yeah lately I've just been so conscious of how temporary everything is oh my god like I'm never gonna be living in this apartment again yeah and I'm never Mackenzie and I are never gonna be engaged again yeah after a year yeah that's crazy 
and it's like you know I kind of struggle through my days at times with like feeling stuck yeah and not not being like exactly where I want to be in my career or not necessarily wanting to have a career (laughs) we need the goddamn job (laughs) but I kind of like struggle with that and then it and then after a while I come to the realization that like it doesn't matter because it's all temporary anyways right right so yeah which is a great realization to have and it's it brings me more gratitude yeah like that book that you brought me okay fine I'm grateful (laughs) (laughs) okay fine I'll write it down (laughs) oh that's funny JC's mom brought me a book to bring to Danny that talked about or it was just a journal where you write down th- things you're grateful for every day. Yeah. And I the, need to get one of those. The I cover think. of it is just kind of cynical. It says, okay, it fine. I'm grateful. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, but. Cool. Awesome. Um, so I didn't prep you on this question, but JC yeah. mentioned to me that you had some cool meditation experiences. Oh, yeah. At your yoga teacher training. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I would love to. I think the most prominent one that stands out in my mind was we did a I'm not gonna be able to think of what what it was actually called but basically one night at the end of our um like workshops Christopher the head teacher sat us all down and he was like okay so tonight you're not gonna sleep in your tents we're gonna have you we have like sleeping bags for you guys and you're gonna scatter wherever you want like just roam around the desert yeah um don't bring food don't bring a journal, just bring literally yourself, water, and a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. So we went out, spent 24 hours fasting and just like being with your thoughts. Like we, you weren't supposed to bring anything. I ended up, I hiked over this, like not, it, I, the word mountain is over dramatic. It wasn't a mountain. <laughs> it was a big hill. I hiked over this hill, got to the beach, found my spot on the beach um, and slept there. So Sun came up. I didn't eat breakfast, which is – I don't think in my life I've ever skipped a meal. Like, food is really important to me. Yeah. So <laughs> fasting for 24 hours was not something I was excited about. I was, like, pretty pissed off. I was like, I'm paying this much money to be at your yoga school and you're not feeding me for 20 <laughs> – like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And, but they were obviously, like – obviously, if you get hungry and you feel like you're going to pass out, like, come yeah. back and we'll yeah. get you food. But whatever. So fasted for 24 hours. Didn't speak to anyone for 24 hours. Didn't have any distractions, which was hard. Um, Yeah. That's a long time to be alone. Yeah. I did a lot of meditating on the beach. I swam quite a bit. Did some, like, sun salutations. And then at 5 o'clock, so it was, like, almost 24 hours, we got back to the – we met at the school. um, And and when we walked into this – it was, like, a pavilion where we always did our classes – there was three instructors and they had like a really nice circle circular setup with like bolsters, mats, blankets. And we all laid in a circle. Um, and for an hour you were just supposed to lay on your back and it was just mechanical breathing. Oh my God. So it was just that sounds hard. conscious inhale, exhale. Yeah. I got yeah. like a side ache. Yeah. <laughs> but then after like 15 minutes of this breathing and they, they had some really like this music playing, it was just like really strong beats, like, to the tune of your breath kind of so we're inhaling Mm -hmm. exhaling inhaling exhaling and after a while my body just kind of shut off like I couldn't feel my legs first which freaked me out I was like I don't know if this is supposed to be happening then I kind of went up my arms couldn't feel my arms my brain was still conscious but I wasn't attached to my body if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so after my body went numb I just started bawling 
Really? Like I couldn't control it. I wasn't sad. I didn't have any. It was just an emotional release that I didn't have control over which was scary. Yeah. Um, but the instructors there did such a great job of like noticing that and they would come over to you and hold your head. Oh my gosh. So you could, I could tell someone was with me and someone was like supporting me, but I was not there in my body. So I was kind of having an out of body experience. Um, and that's about as far as it went for me, the emotional release and it felt like I was doing that meditation for maybe five minutes. It was like an hour and a half. Isn't that crazy? That we were in the room. Yeah. It was insane. Um, and then afterwards, they kind of like slowly, very slowly brought us back. <clears throat> um, and then afterwards, we like sat as a group and talked about it. And everyone was so open about their experiences. One woman said, um, she's like, all I could see was white light flashing around. And she's like, I just knew that it was unconditional love, like the mm. energy of love just like floating yeah. on, which I thought was so cool because sure. I don't know. That was, that was awesome. One lady said she could see her body like floating over everyone and like seeing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I didn't have that to that extent of an experience, but I know that it was very profound for a lot of people. For sure. Yeah. So, and the the way they explained it was that once your body isn't digesting food and you're not like, it's not working to keep all those systems updated, it gives your mind more of a release and your Mm -hmm. consciousness, the ability to kind of just do its thing Yeah. instead of being attached to your body. Yeah, because when you're digesting or especially when you're digesting Mm -hmm. meat, it pulls energy from your crown and your third eye chakras down into your body to digest. Oh my gosh. So when you don't have anything... Like when you're really light mm-hmm. in your stomach is a good time to meditate because you'll you're more likely to have like a spiritual experience oh, or yeah. some sort of release like that. Yeah, yeah. Are you um, are you vegetarian? Mm-mm. No, no. I've tried. But yeah, I just I don't think it's for me. Yeah, it's not it's not for everyone. Yeah, I was I did vegetarian from September until I got back um, from yoga teacher training. When I got back, I had a chicken sandwich and it was bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could see myself doing it for the most part. Yeah. But I just, if I don't eat enough protein, my hair literally starts falling out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's the oldest cliche in the book. Like, you know. It's not enough protein. Where are you getting your protein? Yeah, but it's kind of true. And I don't know if it's like the collagen from meat or or I don't know what it is. But like my skin and hair just feel so much better when I'm eating meat. Really? Have you heard about the um, blood type diet at all? No. So there's, they talked about it at Yandara a lot. It was, um, I don't know the specific like blood types that match up with what, but based on your like lineage, lineage of who you descended from, um, people's bodies and your blood types are more prone to like deriving protein from meat or more mm-hmm. able to get protein from vegetables so like some people are it's like super easy for them to be vegetarian yeah and other people it's really hard like for you or like I feel like my mom even if she doesn't eat meat she's dying she's so yeah. hungry all the time so I think it definitely depends on your body too that's the other thing when I go meat free for a few days or mm-hmm. even a week I can't get full after really? a while like yeah. it doesn't matter how much I'm eating. I yeah. just don't feel full. Yeah. That's how I am with like gluten. Yeah. <laughs> I love carbs. If I don't eat carbs, <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. So. Do you have a gluten intolerance at all? No. My mom's oh. a celiac though. Oh, she is? Yeah. I didn't know that. So part of me is like, and she didn't, 
realize that until she was like in her 30s she had terrible stomach problems like she got her gallbladder removed they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her and then one of her friends was finally like cut out gluten and see what happens and now she's like healthier than ever that wasn't even a thing back then though no i don't think people were aware of it no and she says she's like every time i would eat bread or spaghetti i would get a terrible migraine yeah and just like feel sick to my stomach but she just thought it was because she ate too much or something yeah but so yeah i don't know i don't know either i get eczema and bad digestion but i still eat it (laughs) i don't not like not like a terrible amount but you know i try to avoid it most of the time but yeah like probiotics and CBD oil help me a ton. Mm, with CBD symptoms. oil is amazing. I know. It's do you huge. take any? Yeah, I do. I have a me dropper. Too. I just it's so goddamn expensive. I know. I'm like, it oh, is. I can't afford this. Truly. I like ration my drops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can have two drops today. <laughs> I always try to get. I use Thought Cloud CBD oil. Oh, okay. Which is they have like these flash sales. Oh, nice. 70% off. So yeah. I always try to buy a bunch when they okay. have a flash sale. But nice. Yeah. I should do that and get some cheaper ones. I got a bottle for my dad because his hips and his knees are so bad and he mm-hmm. doesn't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And I and he says it's helping him. Yeah. And he was very skeptical. Like he was like, I don't want this hippy dippy shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't need it. I'll go to like, I'll take some steroid shots or something. But yeah, I think it's really helping him. Probably. So, yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you learn anything about like diet or and like supplements or anything at yoga teacher training? Um, not like super in depth. We didn't. We talked through like the digestive system and the importance, obviously, of like what goes into your body, but mm-hmm. not not so much supplements or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you take anything that? I take well probiotics like i said i recently started taking ashwagandha do you know what that is oh no it's i don't know it's supposed to be good for your adrenals oh and fatigue and stuff yeah and can you tell the difference i don't know it's supposed to take two weeks but Mm. and i was the weekend so i was you know (laughs) less stressed anyways (laughs) i I got it on friday so yeah oh it's been a show okay okay (laughs) that makes sense yeah i don't know do you take any um i take i take prenatal vitamins Oh, you do? That's basically the only thing I take, yeah, for my um, nails and my hair. Yeah. Um, And that I kind of take it on and off. I, like, cut my hair off once every two years and hate myself. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, I got to grow my hair out. And then I yeah. cut it off again. So I don't know. But yeah. I, I do like the prenatals. I have been lately just, like, trying to eat so healthy and, like, trying to make that be my – you know, source of vitamins. my source of vitamins. Yeah. But um, this last like this last week has been rough. Bartending at a like Northwoods Bar and Grill mm-hmm. has not been good for my diet because it's so easy for me to order a pizza after yeah, work every night. Which their pizza is so good. Too. So fucking good. <laughs> Caddyshack. Shout out Caddyshack and <laughs> Shack. But um, yeah. So I've been just trying to be more aware of that. But then then I also go back and forth because I'm like, do I really like? I'm, I want to be okay. I'm young. Like, I have a high metabolism still. Like, I don't want to beat myself too much up over, you know, eating a pizza. Yeah, but for real. But it's, like, finding that balance of mm-hmm. being, like, fluid and just going with the flow as – and then versus, like, limiting myself. For sure. So, I don't know. Still trying to find that balance. Yeah. But. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned to me previously that you could have gotten your Reiki attunement at yoga yeah. training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you did 
is that just like a one day thing that some people did or what yeah so every so the two and a half weeks I was there we had two Sundays and each Sunday we had five hours off so you could either like go into town just kind of hang out or there was an option to go get your Reiki training and I wish I would have done it looking back in retrospect but I was so exhausted Mm -hmm. from all of the yoga that I just ended up not doing that yeah um but yeah it was like a little short course you could do your and there was options so if you had already had your like level one you could do your level two or your masters oh um yeah but it was like a three-hour course with one of the instructors there nice that was doing Reiki so and there was a bunch of other cool stuff you could do too there was like music lessons like you could learn how to play the ukulele or (laughs) any any sort of instrument that you wanted um yeah, there was a bunch of cool stuff, but I wish I would have done it. Doing Getting my Reiki is something that I want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm necessarily ready for it right now, though. Yeah. I think I need some more time to discover my own consciousness and, like, mm-hmm. spirituality, and that's something I'm still figuring out. Dude, same. Yeah. Big time. But Reiki has, um, I don't know, it, it shifts your mind somehow really it just expands your consciousness yeah. and like raises your vibration once you get the sacred symbols and yeah. i know we talked about this earlier but yeah. i think you should get your holy fire because it yeah i'm definitely biased but <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's like more profound almost okay and a stronger vibration so yeah i had some really cool attunement experiences because when you do yeah. the attunements um you do like a preparation meditation okay and then you get the energy from your teacher Okay. So, and then when you're getting the energy, it's also a meditation. Yeah. And a lot of people get, like, a lot of symbols. Mm -hmm. And, for example, I got an owl. Okay. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And, like, an eggs in a nest. And Uh so that was cool. I got some. I mean, my dad came to me in one of them. Oh, awesome. Um, And it's really weird. Yeah. Uh, Are you familiar with the concept of your higher self? A little bit. So, it's supposed to be, like, that your spirit basically like yeah okay the part of you that's connected to god and the rest of the world and like is able to guide you through your life so mine always shows up as a little girl it's really Really? funny she shows up as like my inner child and she's just really happy and joyful Mm -hmm. and so whenever i see her in a meditation i'm like oh my higher self is connected to me right now so do you feel like you your inner child and that little girl when you're not meditating and you have like you're aware of her do you feel like you're almost a motherly figure towards her do you feel like no I feel like she's a reminder of who I am yeah because she tends to like snap me out of situations when I'm being too serious yeah she just like reminds me to play how old is she seven ish wow yeah I know that's so so cool. cool and then so my teacher Karen is somebody that I've talked about on like every episode of this podcast but (laughs) (laughs) so whenever she ends a session she always likes to like connect with my spirit and the last time she did that my spirit was like my inner child yeah she's like I've never seen anybody's spirit show up like this but I think that when you're seeing your inner child in your meditations it's actually your highest self yeah so cool so that how does that meditation work with her then when she's connecting with you in those sessions like what's the setting or like how are you sitting what's the situation um well I mean she's come to me like in any form of meditation really because I'll do there's some guided meditations yeah connecting with your inner child okay that, that I'll do and it's similar when I connect with my inner child 
But usually when you connect with your inner child, they're like trying to tell you to heal something. Right. And so the difference between my inner child is like she'll show up as sad or something and my yeah. higher self will show up as like really, really happy. Okay. Okay. Um, But yeah, sometimes she'll just like show me stuff. Yeah. Or like encourage me to freaking just run around yeah and be outside and like play with my hair and you know it, it's, yeah it's so cheesy and yeah funny, but I've just Mm-mm. become like I'm starting to become the kind of person that like doesn't give a fuck and just jumps into yes. the pool or jumps into the I lake. love that and I just like I don't know she's like here to help me and remind yeah. me that we're actually just playing on earth I don't need to be so fucking serious yeah, all the time. Right? <laughs> everything's temporary right yeah I love that yeah we did a lot of inner child meditation at Yandara too did you yeah it was and I had never even – I didn't even know that was a thing. I had never been connected to my inner child before, and it was something that was really cool to see with other people too. Yeah. Because everyone's is so different. Mm-hmm. And you teach a, like, practice class at the end of whatever. So mm-hmm. I taught a practice class to our whole cohort and the instructors, which was super nerve-wracking. Yeah. Because it was my first, like, official yoga class. And at the end of it, Christopher asked, um, like, how was that for you? Like, I, whatever. And then he said, I, I could sense you were, like, pretty nervous towards the beginning. And it got better towards the end. But um, he's like, what are you afraid of? And I just, I was like, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is I just so badly want everyone to like me. And if, and if I feel like I, you know, embarrass myself or let someone down, I just like take it to heart way too much and I just mm-hmm. take it way too seriously and so he's like close your eyes and we did this inner child meditation like what how old is she what does she look like what's her emotions mm-hmm. and it's crazy how that just like comes up yeah like I just immediately answered those questions yeah what was yours like so my <laughs> mine was I was 13 which is a little oh. older yeah um but I was 13 and he asked um like, what is she feeling? And I I think it, I just went back to, like, my middle school self. Because middle school is fucking brutal. Uh, yeah. Like, terribly sure. brutal. And I don't know. I think if I dug a little deeper, I could probably get to a younger version. Mm-hmm. But that was the immediate thing that came up for me. Um, and I just thought I just wanted people to like me. And I wanted to fit in. And I wanted to get along. And, and I did in middle school. Like, that was fine. But just, like being aware of that vulnerability and that yeah. like and also realizing that not everyone has to like me and that's okay mm-hmm. because I like myself mm-hmm. so that was huge for me yeah it's crazy how those experiences that we think are in the past just yeah. stick with you and oh all my of your God. patterns and from such a young age yeah so yeah that was crazy for me that yeah. was a big one. That's really cool. They did inner child work there because I yes. think that's a huge part of healing. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because then at the end, we would talk about like, so what what do you need to, to give to this child or what do you need to say to this child? Mm-hmm. And when that emotion comes back, being able to like visualize that child and talk to them and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like reparent. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah sweet yeah I would love to read your notebook from teacher training (laughs) you can take it anytime it's cool because it's like half me just journaling and the other half is like cool yoga notes and like sketches yeah 
in my journal I also found this is like kind of TMI but I was so horny the whole time (laughs) (laughs) and they said like they said when you get home from teacher training don't have sex for two weeks oh really give yourself time to sit with like what's going on yeah I didn't wait looking back I think I should have yeah I think it would have been beneficial but yeah, I don't know. Jeez, what's that all about? Is that just like your know. sacral energy opening up or I something? I think it probably was. Yeah. We did so much chakra meditation too. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. What's your favorite chakra? My crown yeah. probably. Your crown one. Because <laughs> well, that's because that's how I connect. Yes. To spirit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm biased. You're very spiritual. I know. <laughs> I love that. I'm jealous of people who have like, they're just easily grounded. Yeah. You and JC are kind of that way. Oh, but I'm like, my energy is like always in my head. Yeah. Yeah. But which is cool because that's, that's what cool. that's what allows me to like connect to the yes. other side and stuff. But yeah. it's also what prevents me from like being in the moment. Right. Right. But, yeah. I think I think I can be grounded sometimes. I think a lot of times I'm in my head. Not in the best way, though. Not in like a crown chakra spiritual way. More of like a. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite? My heart. Oh, my Anahata. Yeah. I love teaching yoga classes and setting the intention at the beginning of class to focus on your heart and mm-hmm. doing like heart openers and back bends because you can sense the energy in the room. I love heart openers. They're so good. Yeah, so good. And I we talked a lot actually about um your heart like your heart's electromagnetic waves that mm-hmm. it emits and how it interacts with other people's and like when you sense someone's vibe or their energy that that's their electromagnetic waves that's science like it's not yeah. some you know far off concept from yeah like good vibes or not yeah yeah it's not it's not hippie yeah yeah it's real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and I think that there's something so special about purposely connecting to your heart and like being aware of what like frequencies it's emitting and then seeing it come together in a room where people are sharing breath and movement and everyone's so connected there's this crazy energy that can be created and that I still this one class just stands out in my mind at the end of the class um everyone exhaled and I was standing at the front of the room and and I've I've, I said this I think earlier but it was like a wave hit me in the face Mm -hmm. of just love Mm -hmm. and it was so cool and ever since then focusing classes on your heart chakra has been one of my favorite things to do yeah Mm -hmm. that's so cool it was really cool did you know that you can actually open some people open a spirit through their heart really I wonder if you're like that I'm that probably would what I would guess would be me yeah cool I'm very emotional (laughs) (laughs) I cry a lot (laughs) I don't know you're really making me want to go to teacher training I think you would god you would thrive you'd be so in your element I know it's like a love bubble really Mm -hmm. it's so it's the coolest fucking thing how did you decide on this Yandara um so the studio I went to in Eau Claire at Latitude, Maria, that's where she went. And mm-hmm. she actually sat me down at JC's wedding. We were sitting at the head table oh, during really? dinner and I was kind of drunk. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say kind of. I wasn't. was pretty <laughs> fucked up after the party bus. Um, but I was sitting at the table and she came up to me and she's like, Sydney, you need to go to Yandara. Like, I'm telling you this right now. You need to do it oh my sooner than later. And that was kind of the final push. Like the next week I signed up online. The thing that was holding me back was the money. I yeah. like, didn't like because you i needed to save up some but um 
I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. And I think any I think any yoga school would have the same effect, but there's something about Yandara that was so special. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to go back. I'm hoping to get my 500 hour here before I turn 25. Whoa. That's my goal. So. Would you, and you get that there too? Yeah. It... So you do like 100 hour modules. Oh. So you, you can do different ones. There's like life coaching. There's like a Kundalini one. Ooh. Um, yeah, there's some really cool ones. And that's like, you can do the 100 hour modules even if you don't have your 200. So even if you mm-hmm. wanted to go there for like a week and do that, it's yeah. totally an option. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should go do the Kundalini one together. Dude, I would be so down. That would be so. Oh my god, fun. I actually have something to talk about with you, and I want to know. Oh my god. So I was in a Yin Yoga class mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yes. And I've been having like some sacral chakra issues. Okay. And my Reiki master teacher did yeah. a session with me, and she told me to like work on that on yeah. myself. Yeah. But I was in this yoga class, and I got this vision of a golden snake on like a plate of all seven it was like a a plate broken up into seven different sections and each of them was you know a color of a chakra and then yeah. this, this golden snake was like super beautiful like just oh slithering God. on it wow and then i got home and i was like that felt so profound wow like that symbol couldn't just be something no that like my brain decided to put in front of me like so that was a symbol profound. of something and so i started googling it and a golden snake can be a sign of kundalini energy healing you your, like, your kundalini is like the, it's a it's curled like base, up spa- yeah it's a curled up snake at yeah. the base of your spine um have you done alternate nostril meditation at all no so that is supposed to like cleanse that area so that the idea is you inhale through the right for four hold it exhale through the left and while you're meditating you visualize that energy coming down swirling around your sacrum and then coming back up and it's mm. supposed to align your feminine masculine energies that's probably one of my favorite meditations that i do yeah um but that's so cool what posture were you in honestly like, i was in a twist like just lying on the floor oh yeah light. that's so crazy yeah that's so cool that you were in a state of mind where that was able to come to you i know but you know shit like that comes to me all the time it's kind of annoying <laughs> <God>. <laughs> When did you start, like, have you been this spiritual so your whole life? Like, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> I'm, like, late um, to the party. Like, yeah, shame on you for not <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, no, I had this, like, kind of wild third eye opening experience. Yeah. When I was 20-something, like, 22-ish or okay. maybe 21. And so it was like my third eye split wide open for several days and I could like feel people's energy and see their, oh my God. see their auras and like I could like hear their thoughts. It was so fucked up. Oh my up. gosh. But I didn't know what to do. I like <laughs> sat in my bedroom What's and cried. On? I didn't even know what a shocker was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh my God. That sort of uh, experience, I guess, just go. And this was the first time I meditated. Okay. When this happened. Yeah. So it was like, Obviously, I have some sort of gift or right. some sort of So you thing meditated and then you're, you felt yeah. like your third eye cracked open. Yeah. And wow. then I kind of just like shut it down, which is good because I was like, I really had a lot of healing to do yeah. in the yeah. last several years. I've had to do a lot of work. So, okay. But then after my dad died, uh, I went to this workshop in North Carolina and I realized yeah. I could still communicate with him. Oh my God. And then I was like, I don't think this is the case for most people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, 
And so since then, it's just accelerated since North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That was in January. And then with Reiki, it's definitely mm-hmm. been a bump up. Yeah. Too. So as far as having that connection with your dad, what mm-hmm. like, what was the first time you communicated with him like? We were in a meditation to, yeah. it was a guided meditation that the instructor was doing to like discover our soul's purpose. Yeah. And so for the first part of it was just becoming aware of like your own energy and your own mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. And mine was purple. It was so cool. It was cool. Like, bright purple. And awesome. then she sent us up through the crown of our heads to connect to our higher self. Mm-hmm. And I just totally skipped that part of the whole meditation. <laughs> I was just like, boom, like up in the universe. <laughs> know where I went yeah but it was like a soul on soul connection with my dad and that's different than spirit because like spirit is like his personality or yes or deceased people's personalities but this was a like eternal soul thing it was like my eternal soul with his eternal soul and I got up there and he was like oh my god I'm so happy you're here like he was just like (sighs) freaking out my eyes were like there was so much energy my eyes were like trying to open they they were like what is that called like like just shuddering yeah like yeah. fluttering under your eyelid right kinda. yeah um, oh my god and then I did become aware of my my life's purpose <clears throat> which I'm still trying to figure out but yeah I guess I'm supposed to be a healer so, oh yeah oh yeah so I <laughs> I feel better just walking into your house this morning like I was like <sighs> oh my god yeah I don't no know. there's just a certain energy yeah I don't know I'm just trying to figure out like what sort of means that is because there's yeah. a thousand different kinds of healers so. yeah that's amazing. I don't know. Still navigating, but I'm so happy that you had that experience with your dad. I know. Me too. That's so special. I've had more wow. since then too. I wow. think yeah. I wanna try to communicate with JC's dad too. With in a session with her. Yeah. I know I can. Mm-hmm. But that'd be so special. I know. Wow. It's kind of messed up too though. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, not everyone's open to it, but also it's like, it's so, it's tough to explain to people. For sure. Yeah. Especially because I like, I'm aware of ghosts and stuff too. Right. Which isn't always a fun concept, but. So like, as far as like spirits and ghosts and stuff, what is your like outlook on like negative ghosts or like hauntings? Like what's. So. I don't that I struggle with like hauntings because that's not something that I've experienced. Right. And so a ghost is a person who died in a bad way. Yeah. Where they were intoxicated, they were confused. Yeah. And they decided not to go to the light for mm-hmm. heaven. Mm-hmm. And so or they they're attached to something on earth, like their house or their land yeah. or somebody that was still alive. Okay. So they kind of like miss their chance to go to the light after a while, after right. a certain number of days. And then they stay on earth as a ghost and they're like right here. They're like right in front of us, you know, yeah. but you can't really, some people can see them. I don't typically like see, a, you know, with my eyes wide open, I, t- yeah. I don't typically see them. I just sense them and they'll yeah. like send me signs. Yeah. Um, but honestly, you can just coax them to the light if you're a medium God, so or cool. you know how to. Right. Yeah. So I've actually done that with two ghosts. No shit. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Here. Like what? Really? Yeah. I have this one ghost that followed me around to like every house I've ever lived in. Oh my and it's, God. It's like oh, this. I just got goosebumps. And I've just always known, but I also just thought I was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, 
Like, because that was before I understood all of it. Right. So then Karen taught me how to, like, send them to the light. So. Um, And so now I just send them to the light if one's bothering me or something. Is that, like, a verbal thing you do? Or is that internal and you're just, like, meditating on it? Oh, yeah. Well, I meditate, but, like, spirit is telepathic, right? So you don't have to be speaking to communicate. Okay. So. Yeah, I just like get really strong and say like this, you know, this is my home and ground this is yourself. My, yep, yep. Yep. This is like my space. This is where I live. You died and it's time for you to go to the light right. if you're ready. Yeah. And just like kind of like encourage them yeah. to go in a peaceful way. God, that's so cool. So it's always been pretty easy for me and I haven't had like a haunting experience. Okay. I guess. So. Yeah. But at the same time, I can see if there was like a really strong negative spirit. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. TBD. Maybe I'll experience something like that another time. I don't know. Maybe someday. Yeah. (laughs) I've never had like a super profound experience with, and I think this is some, I mean, this, I I feel like I'm very recently just aware of my own energy and my own spirit. So I think Mm -hmm. this is something that will come with time for me, but I've never really had a super crazy experience with the spiritual world but my last apartment in Eau Claire that I lived in and I'd lived in this apartment for like three years mm-hmm. so the first two years I lived there nothing happened like I was it was totally fine but then the spring or like summer beginning of my senior year I just like weird shit started happening in this apartment like I would and I was there quite a bit alone over the summer mm-hmm. and I would hear like I would hear things mostly. It'd be like whispering or like. Ooh, really? Yeah. And things that didn't make me feel super like. Safe. I don't know. I was. I didn't feel good in the apartment anymore, which was weird because I, I had before. Mm-hmm. It was like a total shift in energy. Um, And the guy I was dating at the time, his his like mom's best friend was a medium. And the first time I met her, she I said some and I, I had I know I had known that she had these like spiritual awareness medium traits and I said something to her about my house and she was like yeah there's this woman there that's like Mm -hmm. super scared and she like you know she needs you and and she just started naming off things about Mm -hmm. my house and like just things that were so accurate and um she ended up coming a few months later and she saged the apartment and after that it was great good to go Yeah, yeah good to go but she said that the reason it happened all of a sudden was because so two years prior I'd been dating this other guy (laughs) who I had been with for like two years he was a douchebag cheated was cheating on me the whole time and when we broke up that spring and summer I was like loving life like thriving being single I was just having a great time yeah and she said that shift in your energy just like allowed all this other stuff to come through the door and just kind of like open that up yeah to you being aware to it or being aware of it so I thought that was cool yeah because I had never had that kind of like connection before and not that I really did anything about it yeah (laughs) which now looking back I'm like (laughs) probably should have but yeah yeah so wow that's so cool yeah so I don't know hopefully maybe I'll have another experience that I can become more attuned with I really think the more time you spend on this path of like raising consciousness yeah it just becomes so much easier and like yeah accelerates yes I also think it's even just like sitting in your living room here with you and like talking to you about this stuff is so 
it just makes me feel so good doesn't it just fill you up it fills me up i know that's why i started this podcast yeah because i would like i got back from this workshop and i was just like i need to learn all about this like i need this is my life's like, work dive right into here. it like i have to do this yeah and then i just started talking to some friends about it and i just found every single time i started talking to somebody about it like both of us our energy just like automatically yes was increased it yes. just like makes you feel so so good. cool yeah it's all about who you surround yourself with for sure mm-hmm. that's something i've been trying to be more aware of too yeah is like who i'm giving my energy towards and mostly giving my energy toward myself yeah and like letting that be okay right and you also i've been working on the concept of having to clear out things before you can allow space for mm-hmm. the new stuff yeah and I've been working on that with, like, my physical things in my house. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't look like it yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's that – it's the sort of concept that has to, like, go with your relationships. Yeah. Like, or just how you spend your time. Yes. You know. Yeah. You got to clear out the bad stuff before mm-hmm. you can let new stuff in. So Declutter. For sure. Oh, man. Well – is there anything else? Are you ready to go open up your own yoga studio now? Oh, my God, Danny, That is my life goal. You should do it. I could totally see you doing that. I would that. love to own a yoga studio. I am broke, though. so. Well, you just graduated college. This is so. my <laughs> – I'm, like, I'm going to school to be a speech and language pathologist, and I know that that's, like, a great career, and I know that I would love to do that. Yeah. I love working with kids, but I know in my, like, heart of hearts that teaching yoga and connecting with people through yoga is – my passion yeah so that's something that I'm gonna have to just keep pursuing and like manifesting in the future for sure and not letting like not letting myself lose sight of that for sure yeah I kind of feel like it's your life's purpose to teach peace oh. does that make sense yeah does yeah. that like resonate with yes you? totally I was thinking about totally that I was does. like I wonder what Sydney's life purpose is like before you got over here I need to I need to meditate on that some yeah more, I think you should that's really cool thanks for saying that yeah <laughs> oh god yeah i will link your instagram in the in the show notes and then so if anybody wants to connect with sydney yeah free she's really good yeah she's a great resource yeah something i little sidebar here something i am gonna i'm gonna start this this week because my it's my mom's birthday tomorrow Mm. and for her birthday she asked for yoga dvds from me oh cool so i think i'm gonna start a youtube channel of yoga classes hell yeah just teaching like from my living room and see where that takes me yeah or your deck i see you doing yeah my um, deck is a beautiful place yeah i've seen some videos of you on your deck it's a special place for yeah. me cool yeah so anyways awesome maybe i'll have a youtube channel that you guys can check out <laughs> in the next coming weeks <laughs> gotta come up with a name for it <laughs> yeah i gotta come up with a cool name yeah. they're all taken but I'll try to find a new one. I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, this yeah. was so fucking fun. I know. This flew by. Like, how oh long my have gosh. we been talking? We've been talking for over an hour. What the hell? I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I do have fun. to pee. So. Yeah, I know. I need, I'm really minute. thirsty. But yeah. As always, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, if you like what you hear, go ahead and give me a little little rating on the old iTunes. Five stars. <laughs> Leave a review if you feel called to. So. Thanks. Yeah. Bye, guys.